more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Four more days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Speaking of which, let me yeah. just give a friendly reminder mm-hmm. that Evil Dead 2 is one of the greatest movies ever made. So if it's not planned, make sure you go watch it and thank me later. You're welcome. I'll, I'll go ahead and you're welcome you in advance. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thank you. I didn't need to be reminded, but I do appreciate it nonetheless. Hopefully, some of these cats. Uh, hopefully, it'll be new for them. Man, I think we need to start the show. What do you think? Let it go. Let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube. If you're watching this right now, like right right now, not later now. If you're watching this, now you're watching it live, because that's how we do it. It's live. You don't care about live. You don't care about seeing us. Guess what? We also do this on Spotify and plenty of other services of your choice. My name is Brian Pop from the show right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this guy, to my right, couldn't do without him, partner in crime. It's AJ from The Underground, PSVR. Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? Good to see all of you. Happy mid middle of the last week of October. <laughs> but that's okay because there's going to be lots of uh, spooky games actually, kind of extending past this, which is pretty cool. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Oh, Hope you're forgot. all having a. <laughs> Yeah, man, don't forget. And and we I hope you're ready, Brian. Are you ready, Brian? Ready because we are going to hump them full of all the PSVR news that they can handle. And they're going to need it. Wear protection. <laughs> just trying to just move on, but I can't, man. Put up you're <laughs> trying to pump them full of what now? That's awesome. PSVR um, news, man. No, I, oh, PSVR I'm... PSVR news. The goodness. The goodness. <laughs> the seed of greatness. Wow. Okay. Okay. Excellent. It, it's such a radical change uh, having Miles on and, 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 and you. Uh, but thank you so much for being here, AJ. And thank you all, cats, for being here. We appreciate you so much, um, especially on the heels of what just happened. Uh, it's, it's so glad you didn't jump ship and go buy an Xbox. Uh, we're very, very glad that you're here still. Um Guys, if you don't know already, make sure you join the Discord. Uh, the link for that's down below. That's where conversations like this happen 24-7. That's where all sorts of amazing things, including multiplayer meetups every single Sunday, and of course, just random multiplayer meetups. I was playing Beat Saber for the last couple days, just throwing uh, room codes into the chat, saying, hey, anybody who wants to play, come join me. Uh, so always a good time. Um, yeah, so so let's do that. Also, head on over to patreon.com slash without pro games. Maybe we can get AJ hired. That's the goal. There's new tiers. There's new goals. Let's make it happen, guys. AJ, it is hump day, and we've got tons and tons of news to talk about, don't we? We do, man. Starting with uh, that lovely state of play that we just watched. What, what was your? Uh, what did you think of the state of play? It's fine. <laughs> it was. I, I just wish to. I, I just wish that in that description on the PlayStation blog, where they always kind of give us a little indication as to what to expect, they said. We're going to showcase a ton of our favorite upcoming indie games. That's all they needed to say. Maybe throw the word art house in there, right? Because 
because then it would then it would really really set expectations all they said was third party games on ps4 and ps5 and uh and third party to me means activision electronic arts ubisoft and a ton of indie uh titles as well so like I just I just want them to set expectations better because I did think some of the games looked kind of cool, especially that last one they, they showed. Uh, Little Devil Inside? I have no idea. But I have a feeling that maybe you didn't enjoy it so much. <laughs> well, there's a devil inside Sony right now, Brian, because I did not like that state of play one bit. You know what? I'm so glad, Brian, that they kept these games like doom 3 vr and uh winds and leaves and fract and arashi castles of sin and song in the smoke i'm so glad that they only feel comfortable keeping those to ps blog spotlights well well you know so that we can give room for games like these that really show off the hardware really show off the best of the best and you know it's just incredibly disappointing that like I, i'm just like why what what is state of play anymore like i'm not i'm not excited about state of plays anymore with 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 this kind of presentation with this kind of when there's when they're not you know setting the stage for anything i'm just going to assume it's going to be nothing i care about because none of this looked appealing to me none of this like i'm i'm not even you know forget the fact that there was no vr i mean you know it would have been nice to have at least one vr game mm-hmm. that would be great but i'll be honest with you like I'm really, really disappointed with this one, and, and I'm angry about it because, you know, PSVR needs some marketing. It need, it has the games. It has awesome, awesome games. And for them to not show – for them to kind of keep them, like, hidden where and, and let the developers – like, you know, obviously they probably compensate the developers um, – financially but still you they should still have a chance for people to play the games and enjoy them and we've gotten some stellar games you uh, games that just came out this year that got 10 out of 10s and and the fact that this is what they have to show makes me really concerned about some of the leadership some of the ideas that are going on back there because i just think that the even though the psvr uh, gen 1 stuff is dated it still has the games and and really could use these these marketing pushes like this these help these games a ton and but honestly like everything they showed today those should have been in PlayStation blogs and stuff like Arashi Fract uh, Song in the Smoke should have had their own state of play this shows me that they could have just had their own PSVR related state of play because you know what it's at least it would have been like focused on that if less people would have watched it so what at least you're you're giving them a chance to to shine which they deserved instead of a 2 minute youtube sizzle reel yeah i mean i can i can kind of see where you're coming from um i would say i would say that the weird thing is about these state of plays is that there's no time restraints they are doing this on their own uh channels they're they're doing it on their own way uh, so there's no reason why they have to cut it off at 20 minutes to say, hey, uh, this is all we're going to show you. They could they could have easily added whatever they wanted to the end of it or beginning or middle. Uh, there's there's no reason. It's like, oh, we only had 20 minutes and this is all we could shove in. But it's they, they certainly could have done whatever they wanted to. Um, yeah, PSVR 1 has certainly been kind of relegated to uh, the PlayStation blog. Uh, although the last time we, we saw our state of play uh, wasn't the last state of play the... Um, Moss Book 2? Moss Book 2, yeah, and that was a huge surprise, and that was great. 
But why do they do so little and so few and far between? Yeah. Is what I don't understand. This is the problem I have. Is that I am a day one PS5 owner. Day one. Pre-order. I have been a PlayStation gamer for 25 years Mm -hmm. or more. Um, And I'm more excited about an Oculus showcase that is happening tomorrow for the games that I want uh, that are going to be on my system I'm I'm excited about the Oculus event more than a state of play. That is wrong, Brian. I'll say. I shouldn't have to rely on 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 you know the the competition to get what the announcements that I want to have the entertainment that I want. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I just hope to God, Brian, that this December event rumor is true and we get a a, a PSVR two event and they go big with it. And I'm I'm not going to accept. You know these PlayStation blog posts marketing for for PSVR two anymore. It deserves the spotlight. The tech is going to be there. The hardware is going to be there. The games are going to be there. So I really hope to see something big when that comes around because that's going to be critical. If they botch that, then I'm gonna like I'm gonna really be worried about the, the future. Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried in the slightest about anything. Uh, I think I think this was. Uh... I think this was a fun little state of play. I do think that they need to make sure that they start doing them on a regular basis, though. I think that they can't just, you know, it can't, it can't be, hey, because before the last one, it had been, what, six months, eight months, something. It felt like it had been a really, really long time. If they do one of these, like, every other month, it's like, we, I think our expectations will be a lot lower. We'll be like, oh, we're just going to see whatever the hell's new on the horizon. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, when they're so sporadic, um, we, we, we think that they have something big to show us. Uh, and, I, and I think that they need to, you know, be way more clear in the future about how this is all going to work. Um, and hopefully, hopefully the PSVR 2 event isn't state of play style. I, I would really, really like to see somebody up on a stage uh, demonstrating the tech and, uh, and not just be hearing this voiceover, uh, you know, kind of just casually mentioning games as they, as they pass by. Uh, I'd like it to be something a little bit more special. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely can. You know, they don't have to go back. We I understand there are limitations, but they've shown that you can still you can still mimic these presentations just like a normal presentation back in the day. Mm. Um, and and you can still make a good showcase, a good exciting showcase. Their PS Five reveal event was fantastic, minus the uh, minus the you know lack of VR there but but the presentation of that all was was fantastic but but yeah i don't i just don't understand why there was no i'm uh, unless uh unless you know they're saving all the the announcements for the things but but we still have psvr games coming out we we have uh third party psvr one gen one games that are still coming out so i just would have liked to see that uh, a little bit like something you know um moss was a great example uh of of like you know finally getting a VR game on on the uh, the under the lights again, but but that's not enough, man. You need more, and I, and it doesn't have to be. You don't have to bait and switch where you say, hey, this is a new a showcase of PS4 games, and then just all of a sudden have it all PSVR games. Um, you could just be transparent, say, hey, this is all VR state of play, or just sprinkle it in. There's like it just I don't know. It's it just seems like they're a little out of touch right now and they're 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 really getting by on a lot of their reputation and their history versus I haven't seen this new leadership do anything to really instill like 
tons of confidence uh, yet, and my confidence in them yet. And I just want to see. I just want to want to see that. I want to see them. I'm not like I, I know they're capable, but I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I'm seeing just a kind of very corporate, uh, very just dry. You know, we are, this is our story. We are a platform of storytelling. And, and here's these huge announcements, a piece of games going to PC. And, and you know what I mean? Like, they're just, they have an identity and, and they need to, to get that identity back a little bit. Our day will come. We are, we are, we have waited a very, very long time for PSVR 2. And I, and I see what you're saying on a broader, the broader spectrum. You're not just talking about PSVR 2, you're talking about PlayStation as a whole. Um, I think something that Miles said during, uh, during the State of Play stream was that, you know, for anyone who thinks that PlayStation has kind of gotten away from like the quirky indie thing that kind of made them cool and interesting and different in the PS1 era, it's the kind of State of Play that proves otherwise. Um, and so, uh, so, I, I don't need every single one to be, to be blowing us away. Uh, I, I, you know, for a person who doesn't really play flat screen games other than like my Switch every so often, uh, I, I saw a few things that I thought were pretty cool, and so, uh, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not irritated. I, I, the thing I care about is PlayStation VR two, and I have complete faith that uh, if this December event rumor turns out to be true, which I firmly believe that it will be. Um, that uh, that we are about to get our socks completely and totally blown yeah. off. That's the good news. Is that you know, whenever, regardless, if you know, we expect it to be December, and uh, you know, obviously, we have to take that with a pinch of salt. But we very much expect that to happen, and that's gonna that should be something huge. Now, I don't know if it's gonna be a PlayStation experience, uh, but but it's gonna be a PSVR two showcase at the end of the day, um, and that's gonna be. It's. I think it's going to be what we finally, finally been waiting for. The PC crowd and and other and uh, you know the movie market and all this stuff. It's fine to please those, but why have why why have we heard more about those than we have as a person that owns the console right now? Like you got to take care of your own first, and then and then you know do the other stuff, not the other way around. I get they're trying to be bigger, but they're doing the wrong thing. Uh, like it starts with the console itself and the games and the hardware, um, the the community. The play PlayStation has the strongest community for uh, for gamers. 110 million people bought PS4s. They already have what was successful right in front of them. Look at the last regime that was in in the lead, and so. Um, you know, I, I think, I think, uh, this, this PSVR two showcase when it happens, will be special. will be what we've been waiting for. But un- until then, it's just like, uh, like again, I should not be more excited about an Oculus event than I, than I am a, a, a PlayStation event. That makes me sad. Yeah. That makes me sad too. Or PlayStation VR games. I'm not excited about the Oculus event for Oculus games. I'm excited right. about the Oculus event for PlayStation right. games. Like right. that's not right. Right. The last time we streamed the Oculus event, there were like six PSVR games that were shown, and we we're like, "This is great." And so, I'm yeah, likely going to be streaming it, streaming that event tomorrow. And uh, with like with, with my fingers crossed that after all the hardware reveals, they do show more uh, games that'll be cross-platform. Uh, Speaking of tomorrow's yes. event, uh, yes, we've heard from uh, Vertigo Games that the after the fall release date will likely be revealed tomorrow, and uh, I'm assuming 
that he'll probably be at the Oculus event. Don't you agree? Well, they said uh, they basically tweeted out earlier uh, after the fall did, and they said, "Gear up, runners! We've got some big news for you tomorrow." That was seven hours ago, right. and um, they did. Uh, they put the hashtag VR, hashtag Oculus, hashtag PlayStation VR. So, so yeah, you have to assume. I I actually think I called this before. I think I called this not too long ago, saying that when this event, one of these two events was going to show after the fall, and my money was on. Um, the Oculus event over over Sony's, uh, although I think Sony did originally, weren't they? I think they were the ones that originally unveiled after the fall or announced it. Uh, I want to say, but I'm not entirely sure. It's been two years since they, it was revealed, so it's a little tough to remember. Yeah, it's been it, a while now. It was it was delayed a full year at this point, maybe long. Uh, yeah, almost a full year at this point. So uh, so yeah, it's been too long. I have no idea where it was first unveiled. Um, but yeah, no, I fully expect this to be at the Oculus Showcase tomorrow. I fully expect that that the the thing that they're going to reveal is finally a release date because right. seriously, what else are they going to reveal? <laughs> yeah, they've talked about everything else. We've got a we've got a great idea of how this game looks and how it plays, uh, and now we just need and now we just need to know when it's coming out. Um, yeah. So that'll be uh, they're going to reveal the DLC. <laughs> yeah, the paid DLC that they they already teased on uh, on Lipboat's thing. Uh, real quick, Looper the GameCat with the five euros says, I'm late to the show. Did you already cover the free Hitman Halloween event? Uh, no. And also, to answer your next question, not today. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, then we'll the take fall- it out Friday. And yeah. the question after that, yeah, Friday show, for sure. Uh, and I just- will be picking up uh, the the Seven Sins DLC uh, okay. for you, Looper, for your Saturday Night Live, uh, live stream uh, request. Oh, I got you. That's awesome. You can play it so I don't have to. Uh, I will yes. play, yeah, because this is the Hitman Two Hitman Halloween Three. Thing. Hitman Three is the shit. Oh, what is this? This this is a Hitman Two Halloween, uh, or the thing that I'm interested in is Hitman Two has a Halloween thing that's now uh, that's now playable in VR and. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, and apparently it's going to be playable forever, uh, so it's not just some timed event. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Hitman Hitman One and Two I actually enjoyed more than Hitman Three, if you can believe it. Uh, yeah. Mad Max uh, yeah. VR with a two dollar tip says I just finished crying over state of play. It's okay, Mad Max. Here's your tissue. It's, it's all right. Okay. It's okay. Yo, let me wipe, <laughs> let me wipe your face. Who's a who's a good kitty? Okay. Um, oh man. Well, but yeah. After the fall, really excited about this game. This game could even like you know I I expected it might have some issues at launch or whatnot. Uh, might might could even have a little bit of jankiness or whatever. Doesn't even matter. I think the game is still going to do really well, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun overall. I hope, man, after all of these delays, that there's no jank. I hope, I hope that they've just fucking got it. You know, uh, the uh, the we we keep we keep saying we hope that they learned from Arizona Sunshine, and Arizona Sunshine launched in kind of a crappy state. Uh, so that's one of the many things that I hope they learned from that launch uh, is just how to how to release a game uh, relatively bug free. Um, but man, so one of, one of the things getting off topic of uh, after the fall, because obviously whatever happens will happen tomorrow. uh, And we're just guessing at this point. Um, One of the things I expected to see during today's state of play were those free PlayStation plus PSVR games that they were talking about during the fifth anniversary uh, PlayStation blog. Right. Um, So, uh, and, uh, and we didn't see those, but we did hear about a potential leak. Correct. That is correct. There was a potential leak that uh, had the full lineup of uh, PS Plus games for November. And tacked onto that was 
The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Now, uh, we have to obviously take that with a pinch of salt, as we always say when it comes to rumors. Um, I but say a grain of salt. What, what, what's happened is that uh, – I'd say a rock of salt for this one. Um, but – but what's happened is that this is somebody that has leaked the PS Plus lineup before, so people believe that because of that, he has a good track history, of, uh, track record of doing this, that they, they th- seem to think it's more likely. Um, how cool, Brian, would that be for Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, to be a free PlayStation Plus game? It would be super cool because I keep seeing people saying, oh, I haven't picked it up because it hasn't gone on in a big enough sale yet or that kind of thing. What? Like, yeah, I know, right? It's been on sale a bunch of times and I see people who just like refuse to buy it at the price it's been going for, uh, even though they know it's supposed to be really, really good. Uh, and so – Well, well, luckily yeah. they are in the minority, Brian, because the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners recently announced that it has surpassed 50 million in total revenue, um, there was an article that came from Road to VR that says The Walking Dead uh, Saints and Sinners initially launched on PC VR headsets. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. They say, don't ever say there isn't money in VR game development. Skydance Interactive announced that its hit zombie slaying adventure, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners from 2020, has now passed the 50 million revenue mark across all supported platforms. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners initially launched on PC VR headsets in late January, immediately garnering critical acclaim for its gritty physics-based combat and immersive zombie-killing action. Now, you know what this means, Brian? It means that it means that Tiffany from Skydance is going to be able to get her $50 million Christmas bonus. <laughs> it means that while it's really cool that they sent me this signed poster and a lot of other things, they should have sent me a yacht instead because, you know... <laughs> They, yeah, they got dough, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Where's my Walking Dead themed yacht, Skydance? Well, so I did a little bit of math while you were while you were explaining the news story to everybody. And $50 million in revenue means that they sold, I don't know, about 1.2 million copies across all platforms, roughly. So so the people who haven't bought it yet are in the majority. They are, they are not in the minority. <laughs> there's about 5 million, or there's probably 5.5 million PSVR one gamers that don't own this. Now, the cool thing about this is if somebody says, Hey, we're taking the most popular, not the best, the most popular PSVR game out there, right? One that you don't own and we're giving it to you for free. Now, don't you think that would get anybody who has a PlayStation VR one headset, like collecting dust in a closet to get it, get them to take it out, hook it back up and say, I've got this free fucking game that everyone's raving about. It's time to get back into PSVR. Yeah, to me, it seems weird that a game that was so successful would become a, a PS Plus game, to be honest. Um, I think that would be great. I think it'd be a great reason for a bunch of people. It would it would be a great new way to get a bunch of people uh, playing the game. Um, however, yeah, it's kind of weird. It'd be, like, it'd be like saying Beat Saber is going to be a free PlayStation Plus game when it charts number one on the top 10 downloads every month. So, so it would be strange, uh, but it would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, see, most people have beat Saber because it's been number one on the charts for every single day for the last three years. Um, Saints and Sinners has charted a few times and generally not number one, right? I think it's only maybe been one once, if that, 
And so, and, yeah, and so well, around had, launch, it was like top three, I think, for a couple months. Yeah, it had its time, but that was sort of when people were already jumping ship. Um, so I, I do think that uh, that there's a ton of people who are, who are going to be really, really happy to dig their headsets out and, and play this for the first time for free. Um, now, the question is, where the hell are the other two games? Why don't we know what the other two games are going to be? Yeah, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, but we've had some guesses. Uh, you have any guesses? I'm thinking Blood and Truth and uh, and uh, I almost said Uncharted. Blood and Truth and Iron Man are going to be two of them. Um, not even totally convinced Saints and Sinners is going to be the the third one, but that would be sweet. I I feel like Saints and Sinners is a good choice. Um, I I yeah. I, I kind of I have this feeling that I can't shake that Wanderer could very well be one of the games. Uh, coming later this year, yeah, and, and be like one of those Destruction All Stars games uh, or a Resogun, you know, where it launches and it's immediately free for Plus members to make that Plus uh, membership more attractive to people. Saying, "Hey, this this is pretty much your Plus membership right here. Uh, you sign up, you get this game for free. Pff, it's a wash, right? Not to mention all the other shit that you get, uh, discounts and free games every single month, that kind of thing." Um, I just I just feel like that they kind of need to do that a little bit more for PlayStation VR owners. Uh, to convince them that Plus is worth the deal and say, hey, it's also, you know, a good reason to get online and play Beat Saber online, that kind of thing, just like a good reminder during uh, during that push. I think there's a, yeah. a couple ways they could they, a couple ways they could tackle this. Yeah, I think that would be an amazing way to continue supporting the headset is to release new games as part as Plus, like they've done with PS5 games. Uh, again, Oddworld, Soulstorm, yep. Bug Snacks. Uh, some of these games were brand new and came out that month on Plus for free. Yeah. And uh, that would be an incredible way to send off uh, PSVR 1, which is like, hey, every for all of you that stuck around uh, every single month, uh, you get you know you get wander one month you get after the fall another month and and kind of release games like that i mean that 's the best chance they have of these of the most people uh playing these games uh but going by earlier the state of play earlier, I can tell you right now that 's probably not going to happen <laughs> they don't they don 't make good decisions like that right now brian We'll see, man. We'll see. Genetic Blasphemy, the reverse engineered game cat rare with the $5 tip says, did The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners ever get a spot on this, on a state of play? Great streaming, guys. I don't remember how... No. That got a no, stealth it, release, right? Yeah, I got a stealth release. It was it was six months of where's Saints and Sinners and Gorn. <laughs> right. And just every stream, we'd be like, hey, th- w- welcome back, guys. There's this new game to talk about. Where's Saints and Sinners? Where's Gorn? When are, when are those coming out? Um, you know, it's just great that there was a game that, that you know, kind of lived up to the hype uh, after having such anticipation, you know, such high anticipation, high hopes for it, because that rarely happens. So, um, really proud of the team over there, man, and and yeah, they're they're awesome, and uh, yeah, just thanks for bringing us the the awesome game, and and I hope I, I hope people continue to kind of uh, I, I hope people continue to um, you know play the game and talk about it and 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 learn from it because it does so many things right. Yeah, agreed. Mad Max BR with the $5 tip says, I saw that leak too. Also, not a coincidence that multiplayer dropped right before the free PlayStation Plus. Not hard to tell that Beat Saber will drop. Hashtag hire AJ. That's, a, that, that's, that's an interesting one because like literally what you just said was Beat Saber has been the best-selling PSVR game for years at this point. Uh, it's been number one in the charts. And so 
so saying, hey, multiplayer's out, and now we're going to give uh, a bunch of people Beat Saber for free. And to me, that seems strange. I, I feel like I feel like too many people would be disappointed by that because it has literally been the number one PSVR game Ooh. for so long. But we'll see. history, the Ghost Rimp says Dreams is a perfect choice. I agree. Yes, man, Dreams would be the ultimate uh, PlayStation Plus game. I don't know why they they haven't done that already. Because like, man, you get imagine all the people. That's the one thing you know. Free games go a long way. Uh, on on uh, on the PlayStation side, and to get to give so many people access to be able to create games, both VR and non VR, mm-hmm. for for PlayStation Plus. Oh my God! Again, huge, great idea that I don't expect to happen. <laughs> uh, it, it would it would bolster that community, though. It would. It, I mean, the the community is already doing great uh, for Dreams, um, but but it would definitely like endeavor one says be killer yeah no that would be absolutely perfect i don't expect it to be a psvr t- i don't think i don't know if sony looks at it as a psvr title um yeah. it was, it was, it was like hey this is a flat screen name game that we gave psvr support to uh but w- no matter how they treat it if they can get it into more people's hands uh, into more creators hands especially i think that would be yeah that'd be perfect good call yes sir well moving on brian synth writers tweeted out trick-or-treat they have a brand new update coming to Synth Riders. I love this game. And it is adding a brand new map that you can play on that's called Spiral Mode. And it works with all songs. And they showed us uh, a trailer with the music and the gameplay on it. It comes with a free new song as well called uh, Go uh, by Dance with the Dead. I'm sorry. It's called, uh, yeah, that's right. But then the stage is actually called the Cyclone Stage, and that's the new stage uh, available outside of Spiral Mode and usable with static stages. And it basically puts you on a tube like Polybius does. It's like a Polybius-style level almost where you're you're like spinning around the stage while playing, and it looks amazing, Brian. You know, I... uh... I apparently didn't look into this ahead of time. And you were talking about it's like, I was like, what exactly is this going to look like? And uh, so I just downloaded the trailer. And I'm just bringing it up. So if anyone is not familiar with it, here it is. This is what it looks like. And I am watching it right now for the very first time. Uh, yeah. Uh, give us your initial reactions. Go. I mean, it, yeah, it looks like Polybius. <laughs> that, is, that is my first reaction. Uh, and I think I think one of the things uh, that I like that synth writers does is when, when you feel like you're moving through a stage rather than the stage coming rather than, rather than right. it seems like just things are coming at you. Um, and so right. this seems like it could be pretty intense. Uh, and I, and I feel like I would have to kind of balance myself like, yeah. as, you know, as, before I get going, I'm like, make sure, okay, Brian, don't like, don't lean because I'm just going to end up on the floor as you spin around the spiral. Yeah. I, I think this could oh. add a level of intensity that I'm kind of looking for in synth writers. I live for shit like this, man. The crazy uh, stuff that you can do in VR. So I'm guess they're they're showcasing the spiral mode and the new stage. And you can't play it right now, but there's a new song as well that I mentioned. But yeah, this looks epic. And I agree with you that the stages, a lot of my favorite stages, uh, most of my favorite stages in Synth Riders are the ones where you're moving uh, forward through them. It just It just feels like, I don't know, it's just like... Something about it is just more exciting or fun versus just sitting there and having stuff come towards you. Although their scenes, the scenery for those songs are pretty cool, though. Yeah. 
yeah, this is cool. You know, I I know they said that multiplayer is a priority, but uh, but it's nice to see that yeah. these are, these things are coming day and date, right? Is that how this is working? It's dropping on all platforms the same day, so yes, cool. That works for me. But yeah, and they are they are still work. They have said that uh, in an interview I did with them over on the VR chat channel, they they said that they are prioritizing multiplayer. They said just you know be patient. There's a lot of red tape to go through with Sony. They're also trying to get it cross play with with uh, Quest and PC. So that's probably part of the reason it's taking a little bit longer. Um, but they just asked that we be patient and and. Trust me, the wait's going to be worth it, man. If if the Beat Saber multiplayer was any indication, it's going to absolutely be worth the wait. Speaking of patience, we got Scott Jesco, PSN, Harry Fell, the PSVR Game Cap for Life with the two quid in the chat. It says, yes, when is Gorn and Sins coming out? <laughs> Hashtag higher AJ. Uh, see, I didn't want to let that he get remembers. I don't, I don't know he what remembers. it means. I don't know any inside jokes anymore. But yeah, you refuse to explain I, them to me, so well, we have to move on. <laughs> There's another surprise coming to Synthrise in the future that uh, can't wait to share. Uh, but for now, moving on, Brian, it is time to talk about a game that came out today. Ruh-roh. And that is <laughs> Wraith, the Oblivion Afterlife. And let me just start by saying our review codes were provided by Fast Travel Games. But as you guys know, that never affects our opinion on what the game is. Uh, on a side note, though, I love fast travel games. They're great. They're uh, wonderful uh, people, and they're really awesome. And this is going to hurt a lot <laughs> to I, I talk lo- about. <laughs> I love that we have to preface this conversation with "brace yourself." <laughs> this, this isn't going to go well, and we <laughs> and we feel awful for having to say the things we're about to say. But we need to save you some fucking money here because. Um, there's a bunch of stuff we want to talk about as far as Rate the Oblivion Afterlife is concerned. Uh, we, we, uh, AJ and I both played this on Quest 2 uh, for preview months ago uh, when it was first new. Right. And then, uh, and, and then, uh, and, but we, we both saved most of the game, about two thirds of the game, I think, right? For, for when we finally got our hands on the PlayStation VR version. And that is what, so that was most of what we played. Um, I played 50% on Quest 2, and then I played 100% on PSVR from okay. the beginning. Well, I think we both, yeah, we both stopped in about the same spot. So 50% sounds yeah. right for me too. Yeah. Um, so as always, whenever we review a yeah. game, let's talk about what we liked about it. Yeah. So there are lots of little things I like about this game. Yeah. Um, the enemies and their designs I thought were really cool. They're all, they've all got these uh, spooky, creepy, different types of enemies that are like, you know, roaming around the uh, the mansion which is where the game takes place. And uh, they all have these like kind of cool, dark personalities, and they look awesome. Uh, stuff like the this girl, you know, she's like all gray, and she looks like a ghost kind of, and she's just like wandering around going like, it's cold, and, and like, or like, why is it so cold? And she's really creepy. Um, and uh, yeah, there's, there's uh, plenty of other surprise, uh, not plenty, but there's a good bit chunk of, of enemies in this game. And, and I really like their designs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much that I agree with. Um, but, but I guess I'll save that for uh, when we get to the negatives. I, yeah. What I like about this is that it's, uh, wow, uh, is that there was a progression <laughs> system that, that made me feel like I, I'm, always, I'm always all about progression systems. I always want to feel more powerful at the end of the game than I do at the beginning. And uh, in this, 
uh, despite the fact that you start off as a ghost, you're unable to do pretty much anything except uh, something that like a super, 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 super weak human would be able to do. Uh, you can't move big boxes even. Like you, you can just barely pick things up off the ground. Uh, yeah. You need a flashlight to see in the dark. I mean, these are all things that uh, you know a human needs to do. And so you're you're really kind of the most pathetic of all ghosts ever on the face of the planet. And then so you're walking around and you're doing your thing. Gradually over the course of the game, you get a couple. Uh, of cooler powers on uh, the ability to walk through walls at certain points um, and uh, move bigger objects. Uh, it's, it's, it's nothing crazy though. Uh, you never like flying around. You don't get jetpacks. Uh, so these, they're, they're minimal improvements or minimal, uh, you know, quality of life upgrades for, for your wraith. Uh, and that's, yeah. yeah. And that was, and that was, and that made me happy though, because so many horror games are a walking sim straight up, Here's your walking sim, and you are just right. trying to figure out what door to open next, and then things jump out and scare you. Yeah, uh, yeah, actually, and and that's the thing is, there were some moments that were gen- that I thought were genuinely creepy, and even uh, got me good. One once, uh, one one little moment where, kind of, I think in the middle of the game, where where I actually like yelped like out loud. I was like. <laughs> like uh, uh and uh it, it got me pretty good and i thought there were some moments that had really good tension and atmosphere um and you know there's there's also the narrative guy the guy that like narrates the story for you kind of uh in one way the story is told in many different ways it's kind of all over the place but but there's one guy in particular that's like always talking to you like this and and like sometimes he'll be talking and then it'll like have this effect where he's just like like it has like this cool special effect when he's talking to you and and I think uh I think uh they they did a pretty good job with I think they had a good vision for a lot of the stuff in the game. I think they had a good vision. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah. A lot of different VR games uh, do different things mechanically for as far as like picking things up and throwing them. And this one does an interesting form of sort of like the teleport grab, like the the telekinesis. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Okay, so I I didn't know if you would like that or not because yeah. So so here's for anyone who hasn't played it. If you see something on the ground or on a table, you could just walk up and grab it. That's that's always an option. Or you can sort of select it and then almost yank it telekinetically tele- like with the telekinesis yeah. powers and it, and, it, and it like pops up and sort of comes at you and you grab it in midair. And I fucking loved that, man. I thought it was, I, that's not how I envision ghosts walking around with pick items up. <laughs> right. I think they yeah. just, they would just go like straight into their hand and teleport there. Um, but I, but I, I did kind of, I got a kick out of that. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm like kind of playing catch with myself a little bit. Again, I like the idea of it. Uh, however, when doing it, it was like I like saw something on the table and I was like, "Ooh, like I could use that." And like I go like this, and something on the shelf, like way in the back, goes flying across the room, and I was like, "No!" <laughs> so like I, I thought it was a good idea, but for me personally, you know, it it could have been partially my setup, I guess, but but I don't know. I mean, it's just a mechanic that. You maybe you have to even if you have to requires like a certain setup, you know, that's a little iffy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but trying, but yeah, man. I'm trying to think of other things that I liked about this. <laughs> um yeah, like I I mean that's that's honestly kind of uh that's that's kind of where I go. Let so so let's let's turn it over now because right. this well, is then, the thing, is yeah. That, is that I think this game had a lot of great ideas going into it. Mm-hmm. The problem, I think, mostly 
is the execution of the gameplay uh, in particular, especially the execution of the gameplay. You talk about, you know, there's like, so like, for instance, there's some stealth elements in the game. You're supposed to be sneaky and and get around these enemies that can kill you. Um, and the stealth mechanics, honestly, uh, just are not, they don't feel very polished. I feel like all the gameplay elements, it had all these great ideas for gameplay elements in this game, but it executes each one about like 60, 70%. Uh, uh, at, at like a sixty-seven percent job. Yeah, I mean, there are things about this game that I'm, I'm actually surprised to hear you say that you like. Uh, anytime a cutscene kind of pops up, so you're walking around uh, the the Barkley Mansion, Barkley Estate, and uh, and randomly, like if you trigger happen to trigger a cutscene, these these character models will pop up and they move so slowly, and they sometimes they barely animate at all. Their mouths aren't moving. Yep. And they, and they all talk like really ghostly, and like or and even if they're talking normally, there's like this ghostly effect on their voice, and it's all just some of these conversations go on for so long, and they're just like, I just want to keep moving, man. I want to keep moving and, and and keep playing the game, and now I'm stopped and just like just watching these people talk to each other. But I feel like I'm watching statues talk to each other. Um, yeah, it, that's that's the thing is there was a huge. This game has so much wasted potential, and I think that's the most disappointing thing. Like you said. So I liked the guy's voice, the main, that narrator guy's voice. I like the enemies. But you're talking about something different. You're talking about when there's a cutscene, it's all these specters or, or these ghost figures that come up and they're having conversations kind of telling you uh, what happened in the past. Now, this is the mind-boggling part <laughs> is that they don't – yeah, their mouths don't move when they're talking, right? right? So they're sitting there and like you said, it's like statues talking out and acting out a cutscene, which is really annoying. Uh, but then they also like, they, I was actually surprised because there's moments where they actually like fully move and yeah. do stuff like, like somebody gets stabbed and it's like, Oh, and I'm like, Oh, you couldn't just, you couldn't go the little bit extra more and just make their mouths move. Right. Um, so it just, mm. right. And so, and the thing is, is that the pace of this game is so, so, so slow, right? Not, not only are you yeah. walking around aimlessly, oh. we'll get that to, to in just a second, but every so often, almost in every room, there's some newspaper clipping or a letter or something that you pick up and you stop and you read and it's multiple pages long. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to fucking chill for a second, flip through this and like read and read the story. Right, and then you walk a little further, and there's a newspaper that you read. And you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna read through the story. Then you walk a little bit further, and then here's this cutscene that you have to like, stop and stare at that like wasn't animated. And then it's just like, can I just fucking move, please? Can I just walk? And and and, and that voice, that uh, that sort of narrating voice, the ghostly voice um, that you hear, to me is just too much, man. It's like on top of the newspapers, on top of the clippings, on top of their letters, on top of the notes, on top of the cutscenes, and then you've got this voice in your head. It's the horror game equivalent of a fucking little floating robot like Robinson the Journey and every other fucking VR game that decides you need a voice in your fucking ear non-stop for the entire game. I mean, this is just, it just kills the mood, man. It's just, there's too, there's, they just throw too much shit at you. I'm like, let me take in the atmosphere you've created this mansion you've created this ambiance this this this, um the soundtrack right that like is just kind of that that's pretty effective if i could hear it right if 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 i could actually just take it in but instead i'm listening to all these characters talk and i and i I feel like i just can't move through a room without something interrupting me right i was like it's it's all this like like show don't tell 
but it's like, stop showing me. Let me, how about experience don't show or tell, right? That's what VR is all yeah. about is experience. Like, let me just get in there and be in that world. I mean, it's just too much, man. It's just too much. I, I think the the first half is, is a lot worse than the second half in terms of that. Although the second half is guilty of that. And I know you in particular are way more, uh, you yeah. really don't like that kind of stuff. You know, uh, for me, that didn't bother me as much. What bothered me is the presentation of it. Um, I wasn't crazy about the presentation of of those cutscenes of some of the stuff that happened. I feel like there's so many missed opportunities for certain points in the game, and um, you know, for me, I I just I think fast travel games has a gameplay crisis. I think they need help with gameplay design because, like I said, they had all the right parts, mm-hmm. but the way it all comes together. You know, you talked about getting, you know, you unlock some new uh, abilities that that give you like some Metroidvania things um, that add some, but you hardly get to use them. You barely even use them, and they're and they're really cool. There's a thing that there's a thing in the game that tell that is supposed to tell you where to go. Right? This is the other thing about the game. Not only is it slow, but you get you get incredibly lost in this game, and that. In theory, could be cool, but it's not in like a cool way. It's more like a janky, this is frustrating way. Yeah. And yeah, they give you this ability where you hold out your arm and you press the move button, and your arm, if, if you're going in the right direction, your arm, uh, like these veins, glow yellow. Um, and that's supposed to tell you where to go. That did not work once Never. properly the entire yeah. game. That's like imagine having a game where it tells you where the waypoint is that you go and that waypoint is wrong. Mm-hmm. Imagine like imagine getting to that waypoint and then that waypoint just disappearing and it's like, oh, like, that's, <laughs> right. That's, that's no, what it's na- like. Now go this other direction. I'm like, but I just came from that direction and you told yeah. me to go this way. And it's like, and, and, and I do think it works okay near the beginning for the first 45 minutes or so and then if you try to use it near the like anywhere near uh, the last two or three hours of the game it's just like it's it's doing exactly that sending you off in all sorts of different directions uh and this is and this is this is a problem on the quest 2 version as well um you know there's there's every problem that i found on the playstation vr version is identical to the problems i found on the quest version now keep in mind i haven't played the quest version since launch and i know that there were some problems that they patched out so you know we'll yeah. talk about some stealth issues later uh it seems like maybe that's been fixed over on Quest, so hopefully they can fix this over here too. Um, yeah, Quest Two version was actually way worse at launch. My, I mean, I still had some some really bad bugs here, stuff random stuff I've never seen before, like my game closing or trying to launch the game, and it says data corrupted. Yeah. And then, like, what would happen? What was happening was I had to relaunch the game, and then I would it would reset my settings every single time. So I'd have to turn off the blinders. Turn off the you know uh, all the vignettes. Turn off subtitles, and every single time I did that, uh, it would like not save it. So I had to do that every single time I came back. But but yeah, I definitely experienced some bugs in this version as well. A couple crashes, which usually I'm pretty forgiving. At, at yeah, least it was crash. it was a little smoother than the uh, the Quest Two version that I when when I played that. Like there was problems, like major problems with like the AI and stuff in the Quest Two version when I at launch. It's probably not still there. Yeah, let's get a couple of these uh, tips here. We got Scott Jesco, PSN Harry Fellow, PSVR GameCap for life with the two quid. Says this game needs John Candy to exterminate all the bugs. I think he means John Goodman. That's the he's talking about arachnophobia. Yeah, I'm like, what is that? 
what is that a re- reference? I don't know. Maybe to? maybe there's a John Candy movie where he's an exterminator. But uh, <laughs> uh, we, we also, all could use more uh, John Candy in our life and and, and exterminators. <laughs> Uh, Mad Max VR with the two dollars tip says Wraith uses the Half Life Alex way to pick up items. Uh, yeah, that's actually what I've heard. Uh, I uh, I don't think have, you haven't gotten around to Alex yet, right? No, but this no. is the thing though is that they should just yeah. I mean, you you basically highlight it, you like aim and highlight it, and then you yank. Uh, the only similar thing I've played was a game made in Dreams, and that basically had a similar result. They should have just gone the swordsman thing, like the swordsman way of picking stuff up works so fine. It's so easy. You just point at it and you press the trigger, and it goes whoops, and then tell it, and then like warps to you. Um, it's so much smoother than. Having it, like I said, I was like trying to yank something, and like stuff in the background was flying around. Yeah, I'm, I, again, I was okay with it, but um, but yeah, there certainly seems like there's better options. I'm saving Alex, man, because I'm convinced Alex is going to be a PSVR two, either launch, launch title. title or soon after. Um, so I've got yeah. my fingers crossed. If I'm shooting myself in the foot and not playing a good game, then I'm shooting myself in the foot and not playing a good game. Shit happens, right? I'm doing I'm doing my yeah. best here to save everything I've got for PSVR two. Village, I'm looking village. Uh, we also got Dead Ringer, the five dollar tip. <laughs> felt weird uh says disappointing state of play disappointing horror release december please come soon yeah yeah for real for real we also got the wolf craze in the chat with the 50 dollar tip killing it dude thank you so much he says hey boys hope hump day is going well going great man (laughs) um yeah it's going well uh no humping yet uh we'll see what i can do about that after the show uh, we also got, uh, trust me, there's going to be no humping after the show either. Probably just going to play Death Saber. Uh, Hooked Worm 17, riding a dog chasing hashtag game cat. Jesus Christ. Ten, $10 tip says, finally Love witnessing you. live and able to say thanks. You have both helped me streamline my PSVR experience and have proven the only PSVR resource needed. Uh, you remember that next gen. Uh, congrats. Love you both. Uh, we love you too, Hooked Worm. Uh, man, this is a... Uh, Thank you, Hooked Worm. I appreciate the generosity, you guys. Hooked Worm 17 riding a dog chasing hashtag game cat. (laughs) Remember that for Friday's show. Holy shit. We're going to have to give a shout out. We've got a a few shout outs already to give. Um, So, so all all of this, all of this, I I think all of this stuff adds up um, to a lot of backtracking, a lot of getting lost, and, and, and and the more Barclay Mansion opens up, uh, the bigger this problem becomes uh, the, with the veins not working yep. the way that they should. Uh, and, and just in the di- the directions, I made a joke in the, uh, in the review, there's no map, right? And the veins don't work and you have no sense of direction or I have no sense of direction, uh, but all the hallways look the same. And then the game tells you go explore the East wing. And then you, I was like, you've got to fucking be kidding me with this <laughs> bullshit. Cause where the fuck is the East wing? How am I supposed to know? I mean, you, I, you, the you thing a- is, is like, there's the only thing I did. I mean, it doesn't make sense. There's so much stuff that's convoluted in this game. But the only, but but the thing is, is that I just took from maybe they meant from the entrance of the building. So I was able to kind of figure that one out. So wait, but, you, so you but you this, just said I walked into the building, so that has to be north. Is that what you said? Well, I mean, that's yeah, that's kind of. Well, there wasn't anything else. There wasn't a sign on the thing that says wait, East Wing. When there wasn't walk, a map that I could use. When you walk I into said, the front door of your house and you step into your foyer, are you automatically facing north? Like, is in, do, when I walk into my apartment, am I facing north? 
Is that how all I, I residences No, work? I don't know. I, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying that's how I was able to piece it together. But it gets right. much worse than that because it'll tell you to go, you know, that was the one that you had a problem with. I had a problem with the other part of that, which was it was like go to the pool area. Yeah. But I went around the pool area, and, and it says you got to go search outside. You go around the pool area, you go outside. And, like, really, it's something in the building yeah. that you need to go find. And, and it's, like, next to the pool area inside that you f- – so, like, it is just – the game just – like I said, to summarize it, the game has so many great ideas and just executes a lot of them pretty badly. Yeah. Uh, and, and doesn't – like, like the, there's stealth in the game, but the stealth – Hardly like doesn't really work. The right. AI is kind of random. There's there's objects that they that you can pick up uh, and and throw to distract them, but that doesn't always work. No. Um, you, you said you said they, you had it work a few times, and I I and, did get it to work a few times. Yeah. And I'll say that was was that near the beginning of the game because I never even used items near the beginning of the game. I was I didn't I never needed them. Well, they so don't I, give you much. They they don't give you a lot near the beginning of the game either. I mean, they try to introduce the stealth to you as you sneaking by somebody and and like there's there's objects on you have to get past them once and then there's some objects that you can use. But but yeah, you know, and there's so many objects in the game that you can't interact with. It would have been nice to have like everything yeah. interactive and everything at your disposal um, because you can still mess up and drop them and break and then they hear you. Um, but yeah, only it's like, oh, you can interact with this, but you can't interact with the identical thing right next to it. Right. And it's like, it's just. Mm. And, and, just, and just to kind of, for me, uh, to put a cap on this conversation because I know we're going long, um, I yeah. just want to say without spoiling anything, the end of this game is just a fucking shit show. It's convoluted as fuck. It doesn't. It, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Things don't seem to work the way they should. You don't seem to be able to pick up the items you should be able to and put them in your inventory and prepare for the end of the game. Everything just nothing about it makes sense. And I was just like, it feels so unfinished to me that I was like, something here isn't right. Like it just it, to me, it just felt like an absolute disaster. Like I, I, I had heard for months now saying, "Don't worry, Brian. The back half of this game is way better than the front half." In the back half of this game is an absolute disaster. I think it gets better for a minute, and then it just fucking falls off a cliff. Yeah, the middle of the game was yeah. There's there's moments that, like I said, I mean, there's moments of this game that I enjoyed, and I think I think there's hope for this game with some patches. I think it'll be at least an acceptable level. But they, you know, they got a lot of work to do. I mean, I can tell they, you know, I can tell they put a lot of work into this. But it's just. I think they have. I think they just really need some help. Uh, Apex Construct had some similar issues where it had all the right pieces and had a lot of did a lot of things right, but the way it comes together turns into this awfully paced slog and uh, and like it's just yeah, it, it's 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 slow and frustrating yeah. and it really sucks the fun out of it. Um, but I I still think they if they do some major overhauls here. Uh, they they could they could save this game because it has all the right tools, yeah. um, but they need to revamp it pretty bad. Yeah, I have, I have a hard time even thinking that because unlike you, I didn't find really almost any of it scary. I found I think I said in my in the plus column in my review that there's a few spooky moments or a few scary moments. What I should have said is that there's a few intense moments. I never felt scared in this game, but I did say, oh, yep. this is a stealth section. I'm going to really try to make sure that I sneak around and blah blah blah, whatever. Um, 
I, I just I just wasn't scared. And if a, and if a horror game isn't scaring me, then it like, well, w- what the fuck are we doing here? Right. I don't I, mind being immersed in a in a scary like world, like a horror kind of world. You yeah. know, I think that's we we you and I we both love horror, but I think we both like a somewhat different of an experience um, with it. I, I definitely am okay with everything being dark and dreary the entire time, and being supposed to be scary the entire time, and and everything's supposed to be th- like dark themed and i'm i'm totally cool with that i i enjoyed that part actually um like i said it's it's the gameplay for me that that is the part that suffers the most yeah i mean it is uh i don't know i mean this is this is this is such a weird one i, I was i you know i I, kept, I felt like i kept lowering my expectations over the last few months and uh and i, and I was still surprised um by how much i just didn't have any fun with it um yeah. so I got my fingers crossed that Fast Travel knows what they're doing. They did tease that they're they have another trailer coming soon. Uh, they showed that yep. the picture of the green screen that we talked about on a, on a previous games cast, and I, I I do hope, really really hope, that when PSVR two is revealed, that they've got they're going to show what they've really been working on. That this was kind of a side project, and if this and if that's not know. the case, then then again then then I'm with you. I'm 100 percent with you that they need a little bit of help um, because their yep. game design skills are not where they need to be. Yeah. They have a lot of talent there, but their game, but like fun gameplay is not is not necessarily their strength, and, and they need some help seriously with that. Um, it's it's like I said, it's so disappointing because it feels like such wasted potential. Um, I think this game had a lot of potential and and really really underwhelmed. But something that has a lot of potential and it has not been underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is going to make a show run a little bit long, uh, but we really wanted to talk about the Swordsman Hell update today, didn't we? Yes. Um, yes. Nice. So let me let me let me bring up some uh, some. Uh, so Swordsman has that. added a Halloween update. That is a new boss event, uh, Hell, and it is a two-stage fight that you can go and and get to. It introduces some brand new mechanics for the first time. Um, and you know, I saw you stream this game, uh, this, this update and, uh, yeah, Yeah, I streamed the update and, uh, and and it took me a few tries to kill her and then I did and it was over. (laughs) Oh, right, right. So what, what happened was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so just FYI before there's, there's a patch coming, hopefully I think tomorrow, I, I don't have confirmation on that, but soon occasionally you will fight this boss and you'll be able to just kill her in one stage and you just, the health bar just keeps going down and down and down and down until you kill her and you get the weapons and you're done and you move on uh, and that's what happened to me live on stream and i was like well that was kind of underwhelming all you're doing is fighting kind of on this mortal Kombat bridge right over a bunch of lava or in hell or something and like uh and I was, that's kind of cool because you can get pushed off the bridge and fall down but as it turns out, Alec messaged me right after the stream was over and said, oh, yeah, something glitched and you didn't even see the rest of the fight. And so I went back in today and uh, put in, in beat hell a few more times and got to see the rest of it, uh, which I do think is very cool. I think I think some of these gameplay mechanics that they added were something that I felt like Swordsman needs, right? Some like more gameplay other than just... Uh, enemies just appearing in the in the arena and go okay now go kill these guys and the more enemies appear now go kill these guys the more enemies you know this, this gave this yeah. gave a sense of progression this gave a sense of uh, level design I mean just ideas that kind of aren't present in other areas of uh, of swordsman 
visually and the presentation of this update was so sick. And it was like the first time it shows you a glimpse of what Swordsman would be like if it was like a level-based game instead of an arena combat. Mm. Like it kind of going like starting from the beginning of the stage and then going to the, the final boss in the level and then introducing some new mechanics. And uh, visually, I thought it was was pretty damn awesome. Technically, uh, however, I'm uh, the reason I haven't streamed this game yet or this update yet is because I think it needs a few patches. Um, you know, I know you had your issue with it. I had some issues as well, and and I think they they did whatever they could to get this update out for Halloween, and I'm really glad that they did. Um, however, I think the uh, I think the the bosses, both bosses, need a little bit of uh, no. Actually, I would just say the first part of the fight. I think uh, maybe could use. It felt it was really easy. Like it was it was really really easy, and kind of just cheesed it, um, and uh, didn't have didn't really wasn't really that hard for me. And then um, and then I got to the second part, and the second part actually glitched for me. Uh, mm-hmm. To where it blocked my progress. So, and it was, you know, this was like two in the morning or something when it, cause I had just beaten Wraith. Um, so, yeah, I think it needs some, I think it needs some patches, but what's there right now, it was still so impressive and, and like really, really cool and um, pretty, pretty enjoyable, mostly visually, but, but yeah, needs, needs a couple updates before I, before I stream it. Hopefully he gets a patch, a hot fix on by like Halloween so I can stream it then. Yeah. No, the thing, the, the things they added, and, and again, if, if, if you think any of this is going to be spoilers then please just block your ears for a couple minutes here, because I really don't want to spoil this for anybody. Uh, if, if, uh, if you think swordsman can possibly be spoiled, um, but right. yeah, once once you fight Hell and you get to and you get her to the halfway mark on her HP bar, uh, those big giant doors uh, open up at the end of the bridge, and you get to walk in and you go down this big long hallway, and then you see this giant, and the giant uh, has its own arena with all these pillars. And it's like Goro's cousin, man. It's yeah. like Goro's giant cousin. He looks like Goro with two arms. Oh, this reeks of, of Mortal Kombat from top to bottom. Yes, <laughs> sure. yes. I love it, man. Yeah. I also I love how you're afraid about spoilers, but you're playing the entire like gameplay of it in the bottom left corner. Yeah, well, um, I hope people are smart enough to realize they, they need to close their eyes, <laughs> but not, not close their ears. Um, so they show uh, it in the trailers and stuff, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so so yeah so you but you go in and you, and you really don't even fight the the that that next boss you there's four crystals around the outside of the uh, the arena and uh, you just have to go to the one that's lit up and smash it uh, and try not to get killed in the process and then uh, some uh, some shadow of the Colossus shit or some again maybe yeah Mortal this, Kombat this shit felt goes like, down. Is, there's there's a little bit of Mortal Kombat honestly I was feeling like uh, like Lord of the Rings um, when they go into they go into like this tomb with these like trolls and stuff, and there was like one giant troll. And this to me felt it felt uh, it felt like some Lord of the Rings action going on here, and it was just dope as hell. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's a three part uh, boss fight, and uh, and it was it just it feels really really satisfying. And you get her weapons when you win, which is great because yeah. that's the fun part about beating these bosses. Uh, and so being able to jump in and go and uh, Basically, teleport around. Uh, you get to sort of freeze time and uh, and, and run around extra fast while t- time is frozen, and uh, and go kill dudes. Like it's just that's cool. It's a, it's a whole new gameplay mechanic. It's a lot of fun. You can see in this uh, in this footage right here that I turned on the mod that the, the weapon instantly recharges, and so I was just running around freezing time oh, constantly. Nice. 
Oh, it's nonstop. Yeah. It's so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. Very, but very really love this update, and I, I look forward to revisiting it um, after, like, a hot fix. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, do you know what time it is now? Dude. Dude. What time is it? <laughs> it's, it's time for PSVR 20 questions, man. So excited, nice. dude. Um, yeah, if you guys never played PSVR 20 questions before, uh, this time I'm the host. I have chosen a PSVR game. And you guys and AJ have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game that is. You also only have six minutes. So I'm going to put this timer from Timertopia up on the screen. Uh, and you tell me when you're ready to go. All right, cats, you ready? Uh, let, me, let me let the cats get caught up for a second. Who let the cats out? Uh, all right, let's do this. Well, I want to I wanna check something first. Okay, I just want Hmm? Bro, mm. dude, man. Let me know when you go. When you go. All right. I just, I just had to check the controller thing because <laughs> I, I want to make sure okay. I had it right. All right. And uh, go. Does it use moves? Yes. Okay. Does it use DualShock? I had to check. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured you had to check. So yeah. wanted to uh, wanted to do, get that out of the way. Uh, is it a – okay. So it's probably not a – oh, wait. Uh, does it have sword fighting? No. Okay. Does it have aliens? No. Okay. We're gonna, I, need, I need to chill out here. Let me go ahead and say, is it a horror game? Not in any sense that you would be... Th- not in any way that it would help you. Okay. <clears throat> um, what do we got here, cats? Uh, is it a shooter? No. Dang. Okay, six down. Uh, does it feature the color blue? Six down, um, seven across. Let's see. Is it a puzzle game? No, again, not in any way that this will help you, no. Is it based on a popular IP? <sighs> yes. Loosely? Loosely? The, the, answer, the answer is yes. Um, I'm scared that that's not... The the IP doesn't exist outside of the gaming world. How about that? IP doesn't exist outside of the gaming world. Right, so it's not based on a comic book or a movie. It's but it it is a pretty popular IP outside of VR. Okay. Okay. That, that's a fucking uh, huge essence. Okay. So, what else we got? Is it first person? Yes. Okay. So moves. All we have right now, guys, is like moves, dual shock, and first person. I think. Oh, <sighs> little, you know, not supposed to be scary, not supposed to be horror. Uh, let me just go ahead and ask, uh, okay, was it, did it come out in the first half of the PSVR life cycle? Um, I, I want to say yes, and the answer to that is yes. Okay. Um, That's 10. Let's see. That's 10 questions. I don't know why I waved. It's like once I waved with my left, I waved with my right. And I was like, well, let's wave with my left again. Uh, there's no shooting. Uh, let's see. Well, how much time is left? Three minutes and 22 seconds. Okay. You said there's no shooting, right? It's not a shooter. That was the question you asked. It's not a shooter. Is it a rhythm game? It is not a rhythm game. 
Yeah, okay. Uh, what, what did Twitcher ask that I ignored? All I see is ha- you saying happy birthday, Twitcher. What are you talking uh, about? It was somebody's birthday. I saw people wishing somebody's birthday, in, like an actual I think birthday. it was Scott Jessica. Is it, oh, he Scott Jessica's birthday is in like 15 minutes, he said. Did I miss that nice. tip? Did I miss a tip? He wouldn't, he wouldn't do Angry Birds again. You did miss a tip. Oh, I miss yeah. tip. always miss Scott Jessica tip. Can you pause the timer? No. Uh, can you use, do you use magic? No. Is it? You said it is first person. Um, let's see. Based on popular thing. Is it a triple? Is it like a? No. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm not going to ask that. No, I took it back. I think you just did. I, I took it back. Okay. <laughs> Twitch says your mom is a popular IP. <laughs> uh, oh, shit, guys. Um, is it a – are there vehicles in this game? No. Hmm. No, no. Again, yes, but not in any way that's going to help you. Is it, a, is it a compilation of games? No. Hmm. How much time? Uh, a minute 45. Okay. Uh, does it have a non-VR mode? No, but separately, yes. No, but separately, yes. Is it a f- fishing game? No. That's 16. 16. Shit. Guys, we're in trouble. Um, <laughs> Ian Stanbridge, Brian's just making up <laughs> games now. Is it, uh, is it on our top 25 list? Definitely not. Okay, so it's probably bad. Is it... Let's see. Come on, you guys. You can get this. Let's see. The room. I have faith in all of you. Uh, he said, let's see. Can't be Tomb Raider. Um, 45 seconds left. Is there flying? No. Two questions left? Or one question and a guess? Yep. Is there uh, is there multiplayer? No. No. You have okay, 35 guess, seconds though, right? to guess. 35 seconds to guess a game that is moves and man, we struck out with all the questions. I mean, the biggest hint uh, I gave you was that it doesn't, that it has a, a non-VR version of this game a non-vr version of this game there is a non-vr, a non-VR version. version yep separately and, and it doesn't separately. It doesn't come with the flat screen version and it's bad <laughs> gun grave no no take that back well you just ran I'm... out of time you can i'll give you one more guess man because i think i wasted some of your time Maybe 10 more seconds. Um, I, I, I don't see anybody guessing it in the chat. I, I missed yeah. some of the chat earlier, so they might have said it earlier, but in the last couple of minutes, I don't think I've seen it. Uh, I'm going to say uh, no. Space Channel 5 has to use the moves. Um, you did waste a lot of my time, so give me just one more second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you 20 more seconds. When the- okay, 20 seconds. Sony the Energy doesn't have move support. I was thinking Skyrim, but I've already guessed. I've already had that before. Let's say 
No, he says there's no sword fighting or no I shooting. Said, I said it was bad. And it's a bad game. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, let's say... Uh, Five. There's none of four, these make sense. Three, two, one. Tech and VR. Okay. <laughs> the answer yeah. is not Tech and VR. Instead, it is Surgeon Simulator ER. Oh. Always, always on the sales charts. Always ranking up there. We are always. I'm okay. Wondering, I'm okay with not getting that one right. Always wondering game. why people are buying this game. Uh, it was funny because you asked if there's aliens in it, and there's an alien autopsy level that was stripped out of the PSVR mode. It's only in the PC version. It never, uh, it never got released on PSVR, and I was like, oof. I wonder if that would have helped. I don't think so. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I'm okay with that one. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, it's a, a well earned loss. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally cool with that. That my knowledge of that game is not great. <laughs> gotcha. All right, you guys. Well, thank you all so very, very much for hanging out with us today. It's been a long day, man. I started. I got up super early this morning to finish that Wraith review, and then we've done a couple streams today, and I got a lot more going on uh, behind the scenes. I got a lot of writing to do and a lot of editing. Uh, obviously, make sure if you don't already subscribe to AJ over at PSVR Underground, you do that, man, because he's got a lot of stuff in the works as well, and of course, he'll be streaming some stuff too. Good, good stuff, um, guys. Thank you. Miles Dyer, thank you to Jamie out. Thank you to all the mods out there that help us not only here but over on Discord. Don't forget to join us on Discord. Click the link in the description. That's where conversations like this happen 24 7. That's where all the multiplayer meetups happen and the question of the days and uh, the PlayStation VR release calendar and everything else that's over there. It's uh, the one place stop for all your PSVR needs. Uh, also, shout out to Sci Fi Game Cat Henry who does all the timestamps for this religiously. Man, like, I can't believe how quickly he gets this shit done. It's unbelievable. So, thank you very much to him. Uh, and of course, thank you to all of you. Thank you to everybody who sat back and watched, contributed to the show, contributed to 20 questions, uh, threw us some donations. Really, really appreciate you keeping the channel running. Don't forget, without parole, patreon.com slash without parole games. Uh, and of course, all of you who sat back, watched the show, and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. AJ, can I cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say see you Friday to Jesse Jade's the Terra Mage game cat. Says, everybody go get humped before the day ends. That's right. You still got <laughs> yeah, time. Humping. You got it is it is uh, it is early enough somewhere. LC2552 beats the musical game cat. <laughs> Some fat spooky underwear game cat. Uh, sci-fi game cat Henry. Uh, boo to the underground game cat elite name squad in the house. That guy is Will VR. Guys, that guy is Will is back, and it makes me so happy. Welcome back, Will. We missed you. We needed more squishies in our life. Isn't that right, Brian? Yeah, he's Don't adorable. answer that. Fargosoft, what's up, dude? <laughs> and Deborah One, thank you so much for hanging out. All you are is history. The Ghost Trim. The Fenner PSVR, thank you so much, man, for jumping in today. Secrets of Cheers to you, my friend, Justin Cassidy. <laughs> Alberto, my palm. The game. Got the guy. Got on it. Twitcher, the single player game cat. One of these days, we will make sure. We, you know what? We'll make sure to save Marvels for the very, very last twenty questions we ever ever do. Uh, and then you'll finally be right. <laughs> Neon Groove says, "Smash the like button, Tarzan." Uh, guys, said Facebook to you, Brax Bro. Uh, feel better, my dude, Johnny. So Poltergeist, aka the Boo Flat Ghost Cat. If Friday's twenty questions game isn't horror, I'm gonna riot. I'm gonna riot too. In mind. Oh, I already know what game it is now. Sweet. And make sure not to pick a horror game. Josh seventy six. Cat eyes, fire, pizza, pizza, pizza. Oh, pizza sounds so good right now. 
uh, Ian Stanbridge, uh, you are in an ambulance in Surgeon VR, so you do drive vehicles. Uh, AJ should get a half point. There yeah, you go, yeah. Brian. You cheated. I, I, I said specifically, and by the way, we're back on the screen. Um, I, said, <laughs> I said specifically, not in any way that will help you. When, it, when it, the vehicle question came up, we do not, you do not drive vehicles. You are in vehicles, but that would not have helped him. I, I brought the stream back because I got to, because otherwise he'll give me shit till the end of time. Scott, <laughs> Jessica, PSN, Harry Fell, the PSVR game cap for life with the Let's 550 go. quid says it's not all bad because it's my, it's, it's my Mrs. Birthday. That's what it was. I didn't read the tip properly. It's my Mrs. Birthday uh, in 15 minutes in effective, affected the manner updates later. So I can at least let her play on it. OLM meant good men. Meant Goodman. Oh, John Goodman, the exterminator. See, I couldn't, I couldn't let it go because otherwise he'd give me hell for, for missing his tip. And I'm not going to miss his tip. Thank you so very much. Tell there the missus we said happy birthday. We love you so much. Hold on, I'm going to go back to the hold screen now. Get rid of us. There we are. What a terrible hold screen. Oh, God, that was obviously very last minute. <laughs> I haven't seen the thumbnail yet. It's it probably looks better than your usual ones, though. Oh, it's terrible. It's, it's just it's a mess. i got to fix it up and, and make a new one. So, <laughs> Good night, everybody. Hope you're all having a spooky evening. We love you all. Meow.